Hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson. And today we're going to do things a little differently on the podcast. We're going to be talking about knowledge and wisdom. But I don't have a guest. You guys are stuck with me. This is actually a an address I gave to the graduating class of 2018 at Rock County Christian School where I teach. They asked me to deliver the commencement address, and so I did that. And so I thought it would be good to share that with you guys, uh, talking about some theological topics of you know, knowledge and wisdom, the uh, relationship between those two, and an urging to follow after God, seek after God. So we're going to air that today as our podcast, and uh, well, here it is. Here, here's me. Class of 2018, you're here. You've done it. You're just about to graduate, but for some reason, before you graduate, you decided to stretch things out just a little bit longer, and you asked me, of all people, to come and give this final address. Well, when I was first asked to to speak, the first verse that came to my mind was 2 Timothy chapter 4. Here, the Apostle Paul realizes his end is near. He realizes he is probably going to be executed relatively soon. This is his last book. This is the last chapter in that last book. He encourages his mentoree, Timothy, to continue the fight of faith. In the midst of the false doctrine and the false teachers that are plaguing the church. He says, you need to stand for the truth. As for me, he says, for I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. He looks back at his ministry and realizes it's complete. Now, All of you have come. You have finished your high school career. And you can, each one of you can come to this text and say, this has nothing to do with me. (laughs) You're not done. You're not Paul looking back on a rich gospel ministry. Instead, you're looking at a life that has just begun. You see, all of this is not a completed story. The past 12 years of your life, it's all a preface to this chapter. What we've done in these past 12 years, in case you were wondering, we've given you a foundation. Our goal for the past 12 years is to take your head and fill it with knowledge. We've given you facts, we've given you figures, we've given you everything we possibly could. We taught you that George Washington was the first president. We taught you how to add and subtract and divide. Then Mr. Brookhuis came along and threw in some letters and numbers and we didn't know what we were doing. But we still learned algebra and trig and all that other stuff. You learned how to read. Some of you, judging by your last book reports, I'm not sure about that. But you can copy off the internet pretty no. You've, you've learned quite a bit 
But that in and of itself is not enough. It's a foundation that must be built upon. Because these facts, these figures that you've learned, in and of themselves don't really matter much. It might help you at a game of trivial pursuit or jeopardy. After that, you need more. Does it really matter if you remember all the main characters from the Scarlet Letter? Or you remember all the different parts of the evaporation cycle? Or even what you learned in Bible class? You remember Bible class? You remember certain things about that, right? Pop quiz. Let's see how many of you can remember this. 5, 12, 5, 5, 12. Five books of, 12 books of, all right, we'll stop there because I'm going to be embarrassed if you don't remember the rest. You remember the basic structure of the Old Testament. Good. You didn't fail me this time. This is great, but the question is, what are you going to do with this? What are you going to do with all this knowledge that you've accumulated? Again, you're at the beginning of your journey. You must take that foundation of knowledge and build upon that the idea of wisdom. Knowledge is the gathering of facts, but wisdom tells you what to do with those facts. Wisdom takes those those facts and puts them into practical use. Wisdom takes the foundation of knowledge and places it into your everyday life. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than better gain from silver and her better profit than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are the ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called blessed. Knowledge can only take you so far. My challenge to you is to use your knowledge. Get wisdom. I don't know how many times in the past years I've referenced popular internet memes. And if I were prepared today, I would have had one up on the screen. I feel like sometimes, if it were a paying job, I could be a full-time meme destroyer. But I've seen this one over and over and again. Every time it just raises my anger. Sometimes I have a temper. I don't know if you've noticed that in the past couple of years. But the meme says something along, along the lines of, I think every high school should have a practical life class where you learn things like how to do your taxes and how to vote and uh, vehicle repair and all these different things. And I understand the gist of what it's saying. But I don't think the author of that statement understands what education is about. 
Our goal for you, as stated in our handbook, is for you to become lifelong learners. We want to teach you not just facts, but how to learn. So that in times like this and what you're going to be approaching, you can take that ability to think and to learn and apply it to every subject, whether it's boating or vehicle repair, whatever. Math class hopefully has given you the ability to figure out your tax forms or to figure out the measurements of a recipe. Current events class hopefully gave you the ability to figure out which candidates want to eliminate those tax forms and make your whole life a lot simpler. We want you to use the knowledge that we've given you and build upon it to gain more knowledge, but not just more knowledge, knowledge with a goal, and that is to apply it to your life, into every atmosphere, every sphere of your life. Because the reality is, when you come into life, it's not just going to be about vehicle repair and voting and taxes. You're going to be given much difficult, much more difficult choices, like, who am I going to marry? How am I going to raise my children? How do I stretch a budget when I don't have money? What church should I go to? What happens if my spouse leaves me? What happens when the doctor says it's cancer? What happens if I find myself in a foreign land, a part of the US military? Do I really, can I really kill this person, this enemy? What happens when my best friend says, I was born the wrong gender? And the choices go on and on and on, more complex and more difficult. That's where wisdom comes in. That's where the ability to learn needs to kick in. So Mr. Thompson, where does this wisdom come from? Because not everybody who has knowledge has wisdom. How do we make that leap from knowledge to wisdom? We go back to Proverbs. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Or in the New Testament, we can read in in the book of James. Does anyone lack wisdom? Let him ask of God, who gives to all generously. Wisdom ultimately comes from God. And that's what separates the person with knowledge from the person with wisdom. All people have knowledge to some degree. Not all have wisdom. True wisdom, Scripture teaches us, comes from above. And that's where we begin. My challenge to you is to passionately pursue a relationship with Jesus Christ. That is the only source of wisdom that makes sense of the world around us. We cannot make sense of anything without this foundational knowledge, without this foundational relationship. Sometimes we want to separate our relationship with Jesus from our real life. That's good in church and it's good in our chapel service or Bible class. But your relationship with Jesus Christ touches every part of your life. It's how we see everything around us is affected 
by that relationship. Without that relationship, you do not have true wisdom. And you're lost in darkness, grasping for any hope of light, any hope of anything that makes sense. You're lost. There are many smart people in the world who have no wisdom. Think about this. As we're talking right now, somewhere in the United States of America is a, we'll say, 35-year-old man sitting on a couch in his mother's basement, eating Cheetos with a tinfoil hat. He's on the internet somewhere conjuring up the greatest conspiracy theories ever known to man. And how can he do this? Because he has an encyclopedic knowledge of world history and trivia. And somehow he can spin those tales together into some warped conspiracy theory about a guy on a grassy knoll or chemtrails or whatever it is that you can conjure up. He has knowledge for sure, but he does not have wisdom. Or let's put it in the more likely scenario. We talk often about creation and evolution. The interesting thing about this debate, and Mr. Stalkup, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't have two sets of evidence. We don't have the creationist fossil record and the evolutionist fossil record. We're looking at the same stuff. We're looking at the same ground, the same results, the same observed data but we're coming up with wildly different interpretations. Why? It's our relationship with the creator of this world that determines how we look at this world, how we interpret this world, how we make sense of this world. Your relationship with God is the most important thing in your life. Don't put that on the back burner. The temptation is you're, you're, you're heading off to college or you're heading off to a job and you'll think, okay, I've got to focus on this now. So I'm going to get my grades together. I'm going to get my great diploma so I can get the great job and then I'll focus on whatever. All of that is useless. All of that doesn't matter if your relationship with God is off. Again, the good news for you is if we lack wisdom, we can ask God for it. And He is more than willing to give that. It's His desire for you to have that. The only thing keeping you from a relationship with God is your own sin. And we know that the good news of the Gospel is He's paid the penalty for that sin. There's a gulf between God and man. But the bridge is Jesus Christ and His atoning work on the cross of Calvary. You can have that relationship with God. You might come to a conclusion soon that maybe all these years I've just had that knowledge. I've learned facts about the Bible. I've learned facts about who Jesus is, but in my mind, there's not much of a difference between learning about Jesus and learning about Benjamin Franklin. 
Wisdom takes knowledge and applies it to your life. You've learned much about the scriptures, but it's all trivia unless you've taken that and you've applied it to your life. My final words to you, and yes, final. Cultivate that relationship with Christ at all costs. Grow in your knowledge and love for God. Nothing else makes sense without that. Nothing else matters without that. You've learned a lot, but this is just the beginning of your journey. Thank you. All right. Well, that, that ends our very quick podcast for today, but I, I do want to end off with, we normally talk about uh, books to recommend, resources to go in a little deeper, and I want to talk about a couple of books that I normally recommend giving to high school graduates, or at least I've given to graduates. They are the following. We have first... The Holiness of God by R.C. Sproul is a book I, I've given many times to graduates. I think it's a, it's a great foundation to start on uh, in a relationship with God or continue that relationship. Also, the book by John Piper, Don't Waste Your Life. And uh, that's really a, a, a phenomenal message that was turned into a book. And it's, it's something that every young person, especially just starting off in their college career, needs to know. And then... Third, I've often given uh, John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. Now, I've talked to a lot of Christian school students. Sometimes they've read that book, but if you never have read that book, it really is worth the time to dig through. And then finally, uh, a little small book that I found really helpful by Kevin DeYoung, Just Do Something. And it talks about finding the will of God for your life and how to navigate through some difficult decisions. And hey, that's what young people are going through. So those four books I, I recommend to high school graduates or graduates that are really young people. Well, young people and old people alike. Well, anyway, that's our podcast for this week. Join us back next week. We'll actually be talking about church history, I believe, unless I change my mind between now and then. And I'd also like to talk to you about, just a, a quick second, another recommendation, uh, The Attributes of God by A.W. Uh, Pink. We're actually going to be recording a whole series of podcasts this summer on the topic of the attributes of God. I'm really excited about that. In fact, this is a 17-part series, and I'm really excited about that. So we're going to start that in September. But if you want to get a, a jump on that, you can read the book, The Attributes of God by Pink, and uh, you won't regret that. It's a really good book. It's also a really short book. It's under 100 pages, and uh, it's really going to be helpful in seeing uh, who God is and, and savoring who that is, which leads to a wonderful time of worship. But anyway, uh, that's our time. Don't forget to check us out at www.basicbiblepodcast.org or check us out on Twitter at basicbiblecast. Share it with your friends, rate us on iTunes, all that fun stuff. So until next week, have a great rest of your day.